Are you trying to do it all and do it all flawlessly? Break away from the cult of perfection with best-selling author and founder of Girls Who Code, Reshma Sajani, on her podcast, Brave, Not Perfect. Each week, Reshma explores ways we can be braver in our everyday lives because bravery is a habit you form. She'll help you build that muscle so when it really matters, you're ready to take on life's challenges. Tune in and subscribe to the Brave Not Perfect podcast wherever you're listening right now. Fidelity Investments is looking for talented people, people who love helping others, people eager to start a career in financial services. Sound like you? As a customer relationship advocate, you'll be the voice of Fidelity. You'll learn alongside other resourceful, friendly associates, all working to achieve clients' financial goals. Learn more about the opportunities at customeradvocate.fidelitycareers.com. Fidelity Investments is an equal opportunity employer. I gave my heart to you. I gave up my friends like you said I should do. Put away my smile for you. Threw out my dreams if you said you didn't approve. I gave my life, compromised my life just to see <laughs> I find you would try to hold me back. Slowly you're throwing me off of my track. Disappointed again. <laughs> I'm through with love. I'm I've given so much in the past. Yeah. For love I never had. I'm through with it. I'm through with it, love. I'm through with it. Through with it, love. I'm finally giving it up. And then it turned into a gospel song. Wow. Come on, Destiny's Child with the throwback. I should have done I should have done Michelle's part. Destroyed my oh, instability. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Destroyed my mini that's insecurity. Okay. We can move forward. I break it down. Somebody pray for that's me. <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back. Welcome back. The niggas are reconvening at the kitchen table once again. I know that you so missed us. So happy to be here. Absolutely. We are so happy to be back. We are rested. We are rejuvenated. And we are ready. Are. Yes. To uh, get to it, man. We've missed you guys. We really appreciate you allowing us a bit of a respite. We needed a break. This is our first break in almost doing this show for three full years. But... Um, Listen, like two and a half, but we are we 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 just needed uh we just needed a seat for a minute, but we appreciate you guys allowing us that, yes. and we are glad to be back with great content for you. How are you doing, sis? I'm doing well. You know what I'm saying. Um, I think before the break, I was adjusting to my new life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and post break, I'm still adjusting, but I'm getting a lot of things in order, and so it's really exciting to see all the moving parts. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing well as well. Um, you know, I'm learning. I have an awesome conversation with Keisha uh, last week or the week before last. I don't remember. I think it was oh, last Keisha. week, though, right? Yeah. So last week, Keisha and I were talking about change, right? Because you know, I study change and. You know, mm-hmm. change is something that we talk about uh, in very uh, casual ways. And I think we don't really give change, you know, the weight 
uh, of meaning that we always need mm-hmm. to, right? People think of change as like a destination. When I'm learning that change is very much a process that we are constantly in a state mm. of change, constantly in a state mm-hmm. of transition. So to your point about like, you know, still adjusting, I, I would I would argue that this whole scam that is adulting it's just an adjustment. one <laughs> ongoing lifelong period of adjusting and chiropractic visit. Listen, we say all the time how adaptability is the currency of adulting because, I mean, you're mm-hmm. constantly, uh, you know, just reconfiguring and recalibrating yourself around a, a consistently changing set of circumstances. Like things are going to just always be changing. But, you know, change is good. You know, if things are not growing and moving and adjusting, they are dead. Like dead, dead, yep. big dead. And we are yet That's alive. It. So we're excited. And we're excited, excited to be back at the kitchen table. We're going to talk about the scam that is adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the test of trials, the <sighs> twists, the turns, the temptations, which was on VH1 today. I enjoyed that. Oh, you know how I feel about right. that movie. And the taxes of being adult in the year of our Lord 2019, man. We're we glad to be back. But yes, um, we are. Temptations forever. Temptations forever, except you, Otis. Well, <laughs> funny enough. Well, let's, you know what? Before we get into the trash, um, do you have any announcements, sis? Is there anything you'd like to announce? Um, I don't know that I have an announcement uh, as of right now. Um, nothing. Hopefully I will be have, be able to make some, you know, next week. But right now, yes. um, we're still kind of finalizing a couple of things, but hopefully uh, very soon I'll be able to, to give you guys some updates. But how about you? Absolutely. I feel like you have an announcement to make. Well, we will have announcements very, very soon. Correct. And then also um, it, the Dopest Dinner Party Houston uh, Ooh, hey, Saturday is sold out. You said you hear you hear Mrs. All right, Softy. Mrs. Softy. Brooklyn is determined. Labor Day was yesterday. We're not letting it go. Brooklyn never lets Labor Day go. Brooklyn is determined. They said it rained upon the whole Labor Day. It did, honey. And those blacks were outside, unfazed. In shower caps. They were unbothered. (laughs) They were like, oh, okay, it's just a little water. We were driving to the Bronx, and Tristan, um, you know, we live in the heart of Labor Day. Heart. And uh, Tristan was like, as we were driving out, he was like, look at my sis in the shower cap. See, rain don't stop no Caribbeans. It don't. don't. What? What? The Lord just gave us a little water. Don't. And, you know, it's just a little water. It just cleanses things. You know what I'm saying? We're not made of sugar. But um, Dopest Dinner Party Houston, October 12th is sold out. October 13th is officially open. So make sure you hit the socials to get all of the announcements and um, and see how to purchase your tickets and so forth. And there will be plenty more announcements coming up as we are working very hard collectively and individually. So I'm excited. I'm excited to bring you guys all of this new fall stuff. The fall is going to be uh, lit, as the youth, yeah, as the young people say. You know, fall is spring for me. You know, some people really turn on in the fall. Fall yeah. is, is, has become a favorite season for many. I don't know if I'm there yet because, you know, I like to have my toes out and things. And I I know you do. I, enjoy, I have really enjoyed these last few weeks of, of you know, just warm weather and just no need for jackets. Ish. 
Mm. I have just really gotten my life. I'm not as enthused about blazers. I know the girls go up for blazers and ankle boots. Oh, and do they? They do. They are just ready. I'm ready for the fall crisp. I'm ready for the crisp air. I'm ready. And I'm just like, I'm ready to wear my boots. I'm ready to wear my boots. And I'm just like, oh, well, you know. Some of the girls are wearing their boots already, but that's neither here nor there. Well, girl, yeah, okay, eager, okay, panini press, press okay, relax. Panera bread. The girls, relax. Frontega chicken. They are turkey. Marcel Irons. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Bravo turkeys. <laughs> Bravo turkey sandwiches about these ankle boots, honey. I'm going to put my With toast. a potato, with a cheddar broccoli soup on Listen, the side. I'm out of here with these ankle boots. I don't give one damn that it's 93 degrees, Okay. Relax yourself, sis. I mean, Take we've got boots plenty summertime still. of time. We've got plenty of time. Nigga, it's, it, it's motherfucker. It's goddamn fall and winter longer than it is summer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why y'all trying to kick it out? But I do love the fall. I come alive. You do. And I'm trying to I find that same uh, zeal for life. I, I like I think to, it's the Virgo in me. I like the balmy, the balmy, uh, tempered. Temperatures of the spring and summer just gives me all of the wonderful feels. Your skin does glow quite nicely. I am grateful. Well, we have trash to get into. Not a whole lot, but we do have trash to get into. So let's mosey. Alrighty. So we're back to our trash segment. And funny enough, I was telling Kia... I don't know anything that's going on when we're not recording. <laughs> I don't know what's going on when we do record. But. Child, well, I know a few things now. All right. So uh, first and foremost, we want to send our prayers to the Bahamas. Absolutely. And every and everybody else who's lying in Dorian's wake right now. Right. Right. Because Dorian is was sitting. Angry. For quite some time. Um, the National Hurricane Center said that as of... 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and this was today, uh, the storm continued to produce maximum sustained winds of 110 miles per hour and life-threatening storm surge. Um, it was located about 125 miles east of Melbourne, Florida. Um, so I know it's caused devastation in the Bahamas. Wow. Um, and we want to send all of our prayers to those who are affected. I don't know, you know, we we do because that's that's really sad. <clears throat> um, I'm very sorry to hear that. In positive news, we could always use some of that. Missy, Misdemeanor Elliot. All right, Melissa won the Video Vanguard Award at the MTV Awards. She sure and did. shouted out our siblings. Absolutely, and I was in Shut- here fully choking. I screamed and scared everybody on the ninth floor. And, She's like uh, Kid Ferry. I said, and Crystal. First of all, I will just skate by the fact I don't know who Kid Ferry is, but I don't she was excited. She was excited. <laughs> I know that she knows his name is Kid Fury. She does. It's um, just a Virginia accent. You know what I'm saying? You got to give people grace. Yeah, it was just a Virginia accent, but you know we go up. I mean, up. for Missy, absolutely. Up. Uh, collectively and so it was really that was a first of all that was a beautiful moment for her she fully deserves over deserves she's been deserved okay um an innovator just just an icon and then just to hear just to hear our loved ones be shouted out like that is just like oh my god look at y'all niggas i mean it's exciting news 
Speaking of which, speaking of the read, uh, I'm going to add it to the trash as if it is a piece of it. The read will be coming out with a TV show officially coming this fall. We knew that. I mean, we've yeah. already discussed, but just for oh, your, yes, just to remind okay. you girls. Well, um, if y'all guys, can't tell on the break, I still don't remember nothing. It's okay. Um, <laughs> we talked about it when, you know, when Fuse first made the announcement. That's right. We um, did. I guess as it inches closer, the excitement just grows. I can't. so real. And I done told uh, Crystal Jean, I said, girl, if you just go ahead and block me. Because I'm I, every time she posts on her Insta stories, I'll just be over here like, I can't take it. I can, listen, <laughs> the looks, sis, I can't the wigs, the everything. I can't take it. And I told her, I said, girl, you want me to come? I'm coming up there to hold your purse one day. Don't mm-hmm. nobody have to say nothing to me. I just want to I just want to follow you around. I want to be your support. I'll be the Kim Kardashian to your parents. I don't. I don't even need. You know I mean, I just hey, hey. What y'all need me to do? No, that's early days when she was organizing her closet. I'm just ready. I'm ready. And let me tell you something. You blacks are not gonna be able to tell me one thing. When Fury Nation and Crystal Jean are on my television, y'all gonna have to make an appointment to uh, do anything with me. It's about to be cheese on everybody's burger. We're excited. We're excited in our family clubhouse. We are. God is awesome and doing amazing, beautiful, wonderful things. And we're glad Mm -hmm. about it. And I mean, you know, we, I just can't wait till we can all get together and continue to celebrate. I am excited. I can't. And we haven't had a full blown get together in a while. Oh man, we are are over, over, overdue. overdue. I'm hoping that we can make uh, something happen, happen. You know, we always get together for Fury's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping that the Lord will allow us to do that again. I hope so. It's always a beautiful time. Oh, I love my friends. Um, what we have not discussed, and I know we've not discussed because it happened while we were on break. The Popeye's Chicken Gate. Oh, Woo. you know, I'm always now, excited to talk about good chicken. Now, you hoteps can stay right the fuck away. I still. just feel like why? I, I want to <laughs> know what the problem is they love to make like kill joy ass memes where they'd be like, like all that well we there's have, so many things going on in the world but we chicken. as a people have I endured such tragic traumatic things and close. i'm not talking about for centuries past i'm talking about in 2019 <laughs> bitch in this month i'm talking about <laughs> this, this month. week i'm yep. saying today we deal with <laughs> Hard things every day. Dude. Now, can we not celebrate the joy that is a well-assembled chicken sandwich? No, because people are annoying. I feel like, why do we have to make this a thing? Like, have, have niggas done a lot? Absolutely. Is this the first time that niggas have done a lot? Absolutely not. So Will it be the last time that niggas do a lot? Absolutely not. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out why it has been such... Like, this is not the first time. It makes me think of when Mary J. Blige did the infamous crispy chicken. Oh, yeah, the crispy chicken. I mean, we remember how the internet lost it over that. Crispy chicken, fresh lettuce. You know what I'm saying? And you know how we, what we did over that song and that crispy chicken rap wasn't even good. Now, could no. you imagine when Popeye's actually nailed the chicken sandwich? 
how could we not celebrate as a people? Mm. And I don't feel like there's anything wrong with us celebrating good chicken. And I will not allow all of the stereotypes and generalizations that are steeped in anti-blackness and racism and white supremacy. No. allow. I will not allow all of that to make me ashamed of the nope. genuine joy that I have in my heart. For good John chicken. Legend said it beautifully, actually. John Legend went on to... For, so let's get into it. If you all know I, you've been living under a rock, um, you know, niggas went up for the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'm just very grateful that I was able to have one before Same. this became a thing. Same. I, <laughs> I deem it an honor and a privilege. And you blacks, listen... I, I'm, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're fine, sis. Mm-hmm. I, I, I too was excited. I was very grateful to have a sandwich when you blew it up to, in the fucking ozone layer to whatever it is now. And it's it sold out across America. There are some Popeyes that, that still have it. I really feel oh, like really? they just did that to throw you guys off because y'all start. Well, every Popeyes in New York says, be back soon Uh-oh. with a chicken sandwich in the window. Fine. <laughs> That's fine. I understand that because, you know, I know that the, but people have gone to great extremes. The people are, are pulling guns and all fighting. They are all pulling guns. Manner of things. fighting. It is a problem. We, we walked into a Popeye's right after a fight. Broken glass everywhere. <laughs> if all it ain't over about the, the chicken, <laughs> the, yeah, we just, just don't care. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> My God. It was literally glass all over the floor and a bunch of bitches screaming in the parking lot. So I'm not saying, like Kia said, is this going to be the last time we do a lot? No. no. Is it the first time we've done a lot? No. Does it mean that we're ignorant and we don't find joy or seriousness and other things going on? No, stupid bitches. So Janelle Monet, oh. <laughs> who has just been just a, a light, found out that she is not exempt from getting this work too when she made an ignorant comment. What did she say? She said... That if um, she said that if they put pop voting booths at the Popeyes, let me see. Let me say it verbatim. She said, perhaps we put voting booths at every Popeyes location while we wait on that sandwich. You can register and vote at Popeyes. Holla. <clears throat> it didn't have to be that. Blacks still vote and we can still purchase chicken sandwiches. I just feel like why does one thing have to mean the other? Like it like doesn't. one does not cancel out the other. Because I vote, I vote in local elections, I vote in state elections, I vote vote in national elections, and every time the Lord allows me an opportunity to have a chicken sandwich, I'm going to have one. That's really that's really the black ass bottom line. And John Legend um John Legend commented uh, in response to what Janelle Monet said cuz it was in all in all seriousness it was ignorant cuz first cuz we already know we know the seriousness of what the government does to us in marginalized communities look at what happened in Atlanta where they were you know things were broken all over the place and people weren't allowed people weren't able to vote because they were rigging things and setting right. shit up like stop blaming black people for not voting when, when stop the, blaming when us systems. when they Systems have prohibited us and kept us from voting and exercising our our rights. Um, You know, so it's it's not always it's I don't know. I mean, people can't be real judgy and 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 look down their sanctimonious noses Mm -hmm. um, unnecessarily. And it's not. And I mean, like guys, just I mean, if you don't like chicken, if you don't eat chicken no more, if you have evolved to a place of your blackness, 
or your health or whatever that you no longer subscribe to Popeyes or the chicken sandwich, you guess that guess what that is? Your businesses. Yours. <laughs> And he's and John Legend said Popeyes will kill for lines like the ones outside of black polling. Hello, stations. good morning, good evening. He good went night. on a whole rant and then ended the rant by saying, "And I'll be damned, and this is not verbatim, if anybody makes me feel ashamed for eating anything as delicious as chicken, as delicious as chicken." End rant. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, ha- I don't see, I don't see. Nothing wrong. I don't nope. see it. I don't see a problem nope. at all. So listen, as soon as Popeyes makes that chicken nothing sandwich, that was said there. And and as soon as that sandwich becomes readily available again, I'm gonna be in line. That's it. Because I had it. And, and let me tell you what to do to set it off something proper like. You get you some of that mm. sweet heat sauce. Oh, sis, the sweet heat. I'm telling you, there's going to be a mighty move of God. The Holy Spirit is going to show up in your chicken sandwich experience. You get you some of that sweet heat yes. sauce. Why are we on the same page? And it will set your chicken sandwich off something proper Sis. like. You hear what I'm Let saying? Let me tell y'all about the sweet heat sauce. God is it's in it. It's delicious. And I'm not even <laughs> one for the hots. You know you know that. I don't really do the hots. Oh, I don't I do the hot it. sauce. I don't do the spices oh. all of the time. Um, I have to be in the mood for it. But the sweet heat, something about that sweet heat just really, mm. really just comes together. And it's the, the sweet ch- that sets off the heat. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's like, I don't know. I think all the comparisons, all the better. Like we, we can sit here and debate what, you know, who sandwiches better. Uh, but, but, but the bottom line is it's good. Whatever your preferences are, you can find, you know, a sandwich that's going to meet your particular needs. But why can't we be excited and celebrate the advent of a new chicken sandwich for us to enjoy? We can and I will. And y'all can just shut up about it. And that is that on that period. Mm. Also in the trash this week, which is actually very positive news. Walmart announced Thank the you, end Lord. of all handgun and ammunition sales. Listen, I'm excited because, I mean, since we can't get our legislators to do it. I mean, honestly, and Walmart, of all people, I wasn't expecting I wasn't it. I'm either. Not saying, I'm not saying I'm going to go up. And there's going to be, I feel like we have to be careful and read the fine print because, you know, uh, there might be Always. a catch. Always. But I do feel like having not done that research yet, I'm, I'm very grateful that mm-hmm. this appears on the outset. To be a step in the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear that news. And like he said, we're going to wait on what the fine print says. But as far as the headline, it's necessary. And there needs to be something done because clearly nothing is being done and things are getting completely out of control. Lastly, on the trash, this I know you this will concern you none. Okay. There was a debate with the blacks. Mm. This I did know about because I am one of the ones who watches power. Oh, yes. Carry on. And uh, your favorite troll, 50 Cent. Oh, you know, something is wrong with that, man. I mean, he's... Your favorite troll. <laughs> something is... He's hilarious, but something is wrong with him. Your favorite, uh, your favorite troll, 50 Cent, changed the theme song. Oh, man. And I did hear the about the 11th this. hour. The, you... Blacks were pissed. Was, were. Okay. At first I heard it and I was behind. I didn't see the first episode of Power just yet because busy. 
So I was like, well, what is all this upset? Well, when I heard the name Trey Songs, Tremaine. I understood. I mean, I understood. I just, the singing Greyhound. <laughs> I mean, bye bye, black sheep. Have you any wool? No. When no. I say, saying this is a big town. It, it really gave me joy to see all blacks of all shapes, sizes, walks of life. Yes. I mean, perspectives and priorities coming together. I mean, the way that we banded together to get <laughs> Trey songs and that singing his, his ass singing in front of that oscillating fan. <laughs> Y'all got him up out of here, man. Dude. And it made well, me, me so proud. Y'all said, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. As soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, this is what this is. I mean, we came together. Like, we argue over everything as a people. But we actually came together in and agreement got the work done. and did the necessary work to get Trey songs out of here. And the impossible because niggas banded together to bully 50 Cent and he actually made a and change. He, listen, you see how much there is so much strength in unity. Let this be a lesson. Please. To us all. When we come together and get on one accord about things that are just flat out wrong, like Trey songs. <laughs> Like Trey song. Things period. that are just flat out wrong, inexcusable. We Let me tell you some of the funniest things that came from this, though. First, 50 Cent decided he was going to cuss everybody out before he made this check. I mean, talk big, big, big shit before he did exactly what niggas <laughs> asked him to do. When's the last time y'all niggas bought a Joe album? <laughs> So y'all ain't out here supporting We Joe. ain't had to because we, we didn't have that to. nigga was singing about the big rich town. And we were very excited and about we were it, okay? Excited. We just come from the poorest part. So <laughs> so there was that. He was like, when was the last time y'all niggas bought a Joe album? I had to laugh. And then somebody said, if you don't change the power theme song, I'm gonna hire Jaquise to remix Mini Men. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. And I would be pissed. So I'm like, do not make us go to these lanes. Like, I mean, we have to make, I mean, we are in, we are in danger. Like, how are you going to change it? He's like, I just wanted to do something fresh and y'all niggas are ungrateful. You, well, nigga, you can't change it in the damn last season of the whole series. It just wasn't a smart move but i will i i i was really it gave me a lot of joy i don't even watch the power but i have oh, heard the theme song i have heard joe's and i have heard maybe about 14 seconds of what remain tried to do mm. and i will sad. say that i don't know what grain of weed 50 cent smoked you know that nigga don't smoke or drink he's just a sociopath really Mm-hmm. So he he be in his right mind carrying on like this. He well well, hmm. I don't know about that. Okay, but I know that he's not under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Oh my! Well, mm-hmm. either way, either way, the theme song has changed. So in this third episode that's coming up this week, um, the theme song will be changed, and niggas will be okay able to hear the original Joe and Fifty Cent theme song. And nobody wants to hear Jacquees or Many Men, so never. Ashe, ah, uh, that's right. Amen. And that's the trash. And that's enough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I do believe that that's enough. That is enough of the trash. Let's move on. We got some really exciting shout outs, so let's get to it. Okie doke. Let's do it. My sister's popping right now. Okie dokie. Okie KKK. 
Um, let's go on and get on into these shout outs. We've got some exciting things to share. Uh, I actually have like, you know, we're going to talk, we're going to talk tennis because there's lots of things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's U.S. Open season. Yes. Um, and um, I had, I, I'm going to shout out, um, um, Lord have mercy, the young girls, Naomi, um, and Coco. But before I do that, I just saw on my timeline, my newsfeed that Serena Williams has just won her 100th U.S. Open. Well, she has like 100 U.S. Open wins. So she's still out here, you know, uh, being a legend. Being a legend and just, you know, upsetting. Upsetting you. All the time. Upsetting the rest of yous. Um, But I wanted to, um, I wanted to shout out uh, the um, new tennis phenoms, black women tennis phenoms. Um, the young lady, I think her name is uh, I know, Naomi. I can't think. I don't see her last name here. I should know. Oh, um, Os- it's Osaka. 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 Yes, and um, Coco um, Gruff, I think. Um, but they uh, <clears throat> they um, played each other again as a part of the U.S. Open, and Naomi took the took the W. Um, and it's and and she saw that Coco. You know, I mean, it was a just wonderful athletic uh, ability being shown. Also amazing mm-hmm. sport, sportsmanship. Both of these women are premier athletes. But what blessed me the most was that, you know, after the win, uh, Naomi k- approached Coco and really, you know, um, gave her a really a heartfelt thank you and really encouraged her and even invited her to participate uh, in the post-match interview with her. Um, and, you know, Coco was was hesitant and said that she, you know, was upset. She probably was just going to cry. But Naomi took the time, you know, to encourage her and tell her that, you know, she shouldn't be, um, you know, you know, losing is a part of this, but she shouldn't be ashamed. Um, when she played a really, really uh, strong match and she's amazing. And Naomi took the time and, and took time out of her interview to affirm Coco and even celebrate Coco's parents, remembering times where they've been in the same place training and she was like for both of them to be in this in this space together really speaks to how far how hard the both of them have worked and how far we are how much progress we're making in terms of diversifying in these arenas and it really just blessed me like it really mm-hmm. got me together um, um I, sh- I almost shed a couple of tears because you know pms but it, it was just dope because you know it's like it, it was like a lesson for me is it was like you know what's what's the dopest part about this is that um it doesn't co- it just showed how it doesn't cost anybody anything to support and celebrate and, and affirm and empower affirm and empower other people even your competition yep like you know what i'm saying like we can we are raised and socialized to be so competitive and we we think that there's only one or two carrots and we all got to fight of them over them but the truth is there's so much out here and we all all of us can eat all of us can be great and we get so much further when we pull each other along um than when we are just nasty and and mean and unnecessarily Mm. um rude and hateful to one another and i just thought that it was really really amazing to see this young girl like naomi's a young girl and she 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 took the time to sew into another young girl Someone who you know what that is. That's a lesson, though. You know what I'm saying? Someone who can be your competition. You can even celebrate your competition. Doesn't make you any less of a winner. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was just an amazing lesson, and wanted to shout out all of, um, you know, Naomi, Coco, Serena, 
all the black women that's out here being amazing in this space um, that has, you know, and creating spaces for each other, you know, mm-hmm. spaces, you know, t- tennis hasn't made no space for us, but we take up space in a way um, and empower each other to do that in a way yep. that is, you know, just not to be played with. So it just made me feel real all warm and fuzzy on the inside. I thought that it was a getting grown kind of kind of moment. Um, so I wanted to, to you know, uh, make it a shout out, make it one of our shout outs on the show this week. So shout out to and Coco, special- shout out yes. to Naomi, shout out to Serena. Shout out to all of them. And it's a full circle moment because we spoke about when, like you mentioned, Serena, um, when she took Naomi under her wing after she beat her. Right. So it's just she set the example and that example is clearly being carried out. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, Also in our shout outs this week, I am so excited to shout out. Another one of my partners, I I love that all my partners are my friends, but another one of my business partners, Santana, Chef Santana has come out with her cooking series, I'll Cook Like Your Mother, and it debuted yesterday. And so make sure I'll make sure. Yes, I'm so hype. I'm so excited for her um, to see all of the things that she does. And uh, it's beautiful to work with her collectively. It's beautiful to celebrate each other individually as well. Um, I will be uh, on the second episode coming out. So you'll be able to check out all of our foolishness. But I'm really excited for her and really, really proud. And I wanted to make her my official shout out this week. So I'll be sure to post the link to I'll Cook Like Your Mother in the description box. This episode is also brought to you by Precious, an app that automatically organizes your baby's photos into monthly collages, time-lapse slideshows, photo journals, and so much more. Precious finds the best photos of your baby on your mobile device and uses them to create photo stories that mark every milestone. All you have to do is take photos of your baby and the app will do the rest. Precious offers thousands of cute art options that make memories more convenient and beautiful to create. So... I know as a parent, it is very, very hard to try to organize your child's um, photo book anymore, especially (laughs) now that everything is turned digital and all I got to do is go look at that timestamp. But it's nice for us to be able to have those memories and Precious is absolutely the best app to be able to use that. Subscribe to the premium version of Precious Baby Art Unlimited for watermark free photos and get unlimited access to the app's full creative library of over 5,000 stickers, frames and creative tools. Right now, listeners can go to preciousapp.com grown to start a free three day trial to Baby Art Unlimited. That's preciousapp.com grown for a free three day trial of Baby Art Unlimited. Some days life feels so chaotic that fitting in a workout feels impossible, child. Ain't that it? But mm. Open Fit makes it easier to take care of yourself by bringing the gym to you. Open Fit is a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. No more worrying about people watching you work out or feeling the pressure to keep up with the peers at the gym. Open Fit makes your exercise time all about you. And you get to work out with amazing trainers like Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar, or their new routine featuring six of the most badass stunt women in the business. It's all available on your computer, smart TV, tablet, smartphone, and even Roku. I love OpenFit. I've had previous experiences with OpenFit. I talked about the In the Kitchen Table talk this week 
trying to set a routine for myself, working out, being one of them. Open Fit it definitely allows me the time at home to be able to work out because it's not much time at all. <laughs> There's a various amounts of exercises that I can choose from. It's absolutely amazing. And right now, during the Open Fit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to Open Fit when you text GROWN to 303030. You'll get full access to Open Fit all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text GROWN, G-R-O-W-N, to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. All right, Dan, let's get to it. Uh, welcome back to the kitchen table, where we will today be talking about, um, you know, as we, as we briefly mentioned uh, earlier, it, we're getting ready to start off the fall season and enter the final quarter of the year and thought it would be a good time for us to check in as we have before with our goals and where we are. I think um, on the first episode of the year, if I went back and looked through it, and I hope that I'm not mistaken, but I think on the first episode of the year, we talked about major accomplishments, things we were grateful for in 2018 and things we were working toward um, in 2019. So we wanted to just kind of check in um, around some of the things that <clears throat> to see where we are and making progress toward those goals or if there's been any shifts or adjustments um, and looking forward to what we'd like to get done before the end of the year. Yeah, we thought it would be a nice welcome back from being off for a month and taking a little time. And then we also have some um, some really good things coming up for you guys as the as the episodes continue on. But today we're going to check in. So how's your 2019 been thus far, sis? Are there things that, um, you know, I guess in thinking about the plans and the, and the goals that you had set for yourself this year, do you feel like you're making progress? You've had to shift like just what's what's what? Well, I definitely had to shift. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about it a little bit before. Uh, so full disclosure, I don't know if I said it or not. I got laid off. So my position was completely dissolved at my company. Um, which is what forced me into completely working for myself. Now, prior to that, I think for the past two years, I talked about quitting the, or my job and was kind of at a place where I was like, all right, well, we either gonna, we're going to ride this to the wheels fall off. Being the Virgo that I am <laughs> and liking stability, um, I stayed health insurance and, you know, getting a steady paycheck like that is is great. But when you're your personal endeavors start, you know, being more lucrative, then it might be time to move on. I didn't. So I was forced into it. And it's been the greatest thing ever, honestly. Now, there are some very frightening moments, um, but that has been probably one of the major transitions that's happened this year because it's something that I've spoken about, but it's actually happened. And I'm really excited about it. I felt like it came at a wonderful time. And since then, um, as you can see, we've amped up the dopest dinner parties, continue to make those a thing. We're going to make those even bigger. We're trying to take them international. Uh, the shows are doing really well. We're developing new things for both shows. I'm developing things for Jaden XD video content and so forth. And then we're working on some really fun things for getting grown as well. Um, and then the cooking show that I spoke about specifically, um, I am in pre-production right now where we are getting all of the details ironed out and everything just just 
completely down to where it needs to be dotting the I's, crossing the T's. And so uh, filming on that should start really, really soon. And I've actually transitioned that into more of a cooking series kind of thing, kind of like video content. Nice. Um, and then from there, you know, we'll see what happens from it. But uh, that is where I'm at right now. And I'm really excited. And then I also have a really, really, really big project that I'm working on that I don't want to announce yet just out of jinxing. But I don't want to announce it just yet. But it's something Santana and I are working on together outside of the dopest dinner party that I think is going to be a wonderful thing. So um, I'm really I'm really happy with where I am right now. I know that I probably haven't met every short term or long term goal that I set for myself, but I see that progress is being made. And so it's not deterring me when things don't happen on the timeline that I necessarily set for myself. Dope. What about you? Um, I think that I started off the year really. I think I, I want. I think I started off the year strong, um, and kind of hit a bit of a, a a lull, a wall, if you will. Um, and I and I I feel like I uh I don't know if I fell all the way in it. Well, I probably did, but hopefully not deep in it. But um, I think I experienced a bit of burnout this this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like I had just kind of been firing on all cylinders and just like pushing um, and, you know, fell into this, you know, this place of like, I felt like really stunted and like blocked, like creatively and was just flat out tired. Like just mm -hmm. like just washed, just feeling like, um, you know, tired to the extent where I was. I was showing up and, and doing what needed to be done, but I felt like I was given everything, um, just the bare minimum. And when the quality of your, uh, you know, I felt like the quality was being compromised um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In, in ways that, you know, I felt like conflicted with who I am and, um, you know, in terms of being a professional and a scholar and a writer. Um, and I, 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 I think that it forced me to t take a step back and mm -hmm. look at um, my system. So I think God is showing me a lot about who he is and a lot about who I am, good, bad, and everything in, in between. And the exposure of self-awareness is such a necessary, painful experience. Um, I'm learning that firsthand. It's, it's, an, it's a courageous act of transparency and accountability that requires mm -hmm. a lot of support and a lot of compassion, but also a lot of structure and a lot of strategy. So I'm working on, I'm hope, I'm hope, um, I feel like I got that clarity and it, and it came, you know, through some, some challenging experiences and some mistakes being made. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, it's taught me a very valuable lesson around having systems or the systems mm -hmm. that, or I have, I feel like I had systems before, but they just weren't good systems. Um, but it, it has put me in a position to kind of look at the systems that are like the, what is like my mode of operations in my life? Like how, what are my day-to-day -day functions, practices, perspectives? Um, what, what are, are my, what's my mission? You know, what are the what are the, the things that I'm doing to get me toward my goals? It takes, you know, I think I've, I've been forced to reassess all of that stuff. And it's hard work. 
to do that. Um, Mm. It's exhausting work to do that. But it's necessary and it's important work. So that being said, you know, I I am grateful that even despite the challenges that I face this year, I have gotten some things accomplished. And Mm -hmm. I don't even really take the credit for that. I feel like God has just been super gracious to me and he has covered me. Um, Even in my lack, he has allowed things to just kind of keep going in a Mm -hmm. way that has really strengthened my relationship with him, my faith in him and in our relationship in terms of how I'm able to to um, communicate with him and just in, in express with him and, and accept uh, help and accept assistance and accept support. Um, so I'm really trying to undo some of the the damaged ways that I have um, and, ha- you know, that I exist, the habits, mm-hmm. habits of mine, practices that I have really trying to undo that work. And a lot of that has kind of come up through therapy and having some really dope and introspective conversations with real friends. Real friends hold you accountable and call Mm -hmm. you out um, when you're in crisis. And not in ways that make you feel shame, but ways Mm -hmm. that are like, girl, let's get to the bottom of this because you cannot continue to keep pulling me crying. (laughs) And (laughs) and that's real. Um, So yeah, I do feel like... um, you know, if I were to think back to our last episode where we talked about goals for the year, I don't think mm-hmm. 2019 has shaped out in the way that I thought it would. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to, um, you know, I think all of all, even the the uncomfortable dis-ease of, you know, messing up, making mistakes mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, getting called out and dropping the ball, like all of that. And, 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 you know, having to humbly acknowledge that, you know, my fault and my Mm -hmm. shortcomings and my limitations, that's real adult, that's real adult work Mm -hmm. to not point the finger and blame other people for your stuff, but to say, man, I could have done that differently. And I I need to, and, and, and hopefully I'll have the opportunity to do that better. So all things from, you know, me trying to get to work on time to, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to me following through um, and being better about like, you know, um, things administratively in my life, things financially in my life. Um, all of that, all of those things are coming um, kind of full circle for me um, as, I, as I as I stare down the barrel of 37 years of age. You know what that's called, sis? Growth. <laughs> We both did the fingers because we the same. Well, I'm so proud of you for that. Like, um, I'm I'm proud of you for your outlook. I'm proud of you for how you're looking at it, because it's easy for us to get caught up in being disappointed when things don't pan out the way that we think they're going to pan out. But it is hard work for you to step back and see the bigger picture on why things may not pan out in that moment. And so for you to to take this attitude on and again, knowing you, I'm seeing growth, (laughs) this attitude. And that's not that's not even shade. That's just, you know, you see we all struggle with different things. You know what I'm saying? And so to see you taking a completely different viewpoint on maybe some things turning out a little bit more disappointing in the moment, because in the long run, you know, you you know, you you the shit. Well, I'm trying. You are. You are. So like if they may not work out right now when you thought they would work out, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to come six months down the line or what have you. 
I think that's dope. I'm excited and I'm grateful um, and I'm hopeful that we're going to continue to move toward, you know, increased productivity, mm-hmm. increased peace of mind, you know, and, um, you know, just kind of getting rid of, of, of habits that, that don't serve us. Like, you know, I'm trying to move through overthinking and, and um, being irrationally uh, fearful and just kind of like, you know, having and really doing the, the work um, that's required to kind of maintain, uh, you know, the success. Because, you know, if you think about it, when you when you in purpose, when you're doing the work that you're like destined to do, the work part is not hard mm-hmm. because, you know, you built for this. When you get in the kitchen, that's where you're supposed to be. So it's like mm-hmm. you're not in there stressed out like, oh, my God, how am I going to put this delicious meal together? That's what comes naturally. It's all the stuff that that happens that leads Oof. up to like all the project management stuff, all or the like administrative this. stuff. Right. <laughs> All the, all the personal, <laughs> right. All that stuff, all the day-to-day stuff. And having cutting off your in place. fingertips. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's those kinds of time management, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just owning it and being about your business in a way, right? So, and just being business about it. So, it's like, if I'm the CEO of my life, if I'm running my life like a business, mm-hmm. when, when, there's a problem when there's a leak, when there is something wrong, when there is an issue, there's a backup, uh, there's a breakdown. It's my job as the leader to address the problem. And it and it's and it's not about shaming people or calling them out or beating people up. It's about how do we get the problem fixed? So mm-hmm. it's really I'm really that's my focus right now. Just trying to wrap my mind around designing and executing better systems. What do I need to know and learn about myself in order to uh, position myself to, mm-hmm. to work at my best? Mm-hmm. To how do I optimize? You know what I'm saying? How do I make the best out of this, this situation, these spaces I find myself in? How do I find ways to like, you know, make synergy between my projects such that I'm working smarter and not harder? How do yeah. I, how do I have, you know, uh, you know, how do I surround myself with people and teams? How do we build the team so that it's not just me and Jay carrying this thing on our own? But, you know, thinking about those things like that's that's the real boss mm-hmm. stuff right there. Like those that's- are real boss. Y'all think going on vacation and buying bags and having five hundred dollar bundles is boss moves. No, we talking no. like how do we actually have and secure these bags for life, right? For life. We setting life. up life right now. We setting up life. I'm Ooh, setting up sis. life right now mm-hmm. because I recognize and it's urgent to me right now because, I mean, and that's probably why I was going at it so hard to the point of burnout because I look up and realize that I'm all I got. And it's like, I don't feel like I have the opportunity or the luxury of of rest um, mm-hmm. because it's like it's go season it's time because if I don't build it I won't have it mm-hmm. for my future if I if I say that I want these things if I say that I want a family if I say that I want to build something like I've got to do it but at the same time what I'm learning through that is that you can build 
um, you have to learn how to build in a way that does not compromise you mm-hmm. because you are the sauce. Ooh, come on, Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the sauce. If I if I kill myself doing it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like that's it. I'm the sauce. I have to do, I have to protect the sauce. Did that, you see Cardi's recent rant? I did. About her being I'm a vibe. I'm a vibe. <laughs> And you I'm know what? Bite. Even though it was said in a very cardi way, it was an affirmation. It's real, Do you though. Hear me? It's real. <laughs> and people will wonder. That's so true. People wonder. People look. I don't understand how in the world. I mean, how? how I mean, even me, I look at it and be like, Getting Grown has 5 million listeners. What? Like, <laughs> 5 million downloads, yeah. 5 million listens. But when you really sit back and think about it, it's like, if, and we're doing this the way that we, say we were to really like, like really build this thing out and make it the machine that we know that it can be. People wonder how we are in the spaces where we are. Um, and, and we just kind of like, you know, taking it for granted almost. But if we are, to, to, if we are serious about it to the extent that we need to be, we can really, really be out here. We have to recognize that we are a vibe. You have to know your value. I, so, and act you know, like it. And you gotta act like, and I and I I have to give it. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna mention Santana one more time because, you know, she brought out a good point. We put together these dinner parties, right? And they're nice. The Chicago one, oh God, it was my favorite. Yeah, it was my favorite. Miss Tracy May came out. Hey Tracy. Miss Tracy May came out, hung out for a little bit afterwards, and was social. So we had a good time, but. Um, a lot of people will come after they come to the dinner parties and then they'll, oh, I want to collab. I want Let's do this and do this and do this. And Santana's like, OK, well, what are you bringing to the table? Because Jade and I are booking spots, moving furniture, renting tables, moving them ourselves, shopping, cooking, breaking it like every single detail that you're enjoying from this, we have put work into. Mm-hmm. When we sat down and looked at it, we worked three 14-hour days in a row in Chicago, and that didn't include the drive there or any of that. Wow. These were just like literal 14-hour days from prepping and sourcing and doing all these things. And this was also set up in a very organized manner, but it's just work. And so I say all that to say, and telling people at first, I you know, will kind of feel bad about it, but I'm like, no, she's right. Like we bust our asses for this. What are you bringing to the table to 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 collab with this? Like, what are you bringing that's gonna make this experience even better? Because right now, and not saying that you don't wanna you don't wanna partner with people or grow or get bigger, but in a in when you're getting down to the work, when it's in these stages where it is right now, what are you bringing that we not bringing? Because we bringing a whole lot and we're working hard as fuck and we're tired. Yeah. We're exhausted, but it's it's rewarding. And it's like if you can't I, we know that we're offering a valuable thing. We know that we see the potential on what we can do with this in the future and what we're doing with it now. You have to know that what that, that you are the shit in what you're doing. Yeah. That being said, with that in mind, that that given that that energy, what what are the things that you know, you're looking forward to accomplishing uh, in this in this last quarter of the year. So 
so, you know, I, I talk a lot about business goals because that's been my focus for so long at this point. And those are my hard goals. Um, I can't wait to announce, you know, different live shows and dinner parties and things like that. Working on the show, it's going to be really rewarding to finalize it, especially after it being something I've talked about for so long now. But I'm setting short term goals for myself right now. Mm-hmm. Um so by the end of the year, aside from the big things that I've talked about, I want to accomplish trying to set a routine for myself for a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So now that we're going into the new quarter and Noah's going to go back to school and Tristan started a new position at her school mm-hmm. and it's kind of a, a huge shift in like how we have to do things in the house, I'm excited to be able to enter this new phase of entrepreneurship. but. I realized that that also comes with a lot of um, with that comes with a lot of uh, self-regulation. <laughs> and so the short term goals that I've set for myself are to give myself a routine, a daily routine um, in order to get work done and know that I'm getting things accomplished, but also not becoming complacent or, you know, too comfortable at home. So that's my that's actually my immediate goals right now. Because I'm working on the big things and those are all moving parts. But in order to keep those moving, I realize how important it is for me to set a routine for myself on a daily basis, especially with me running things myself. Because it's easy for you to just get caught up. It's not just like I'm going to lunch with my homegirls. I get to go day drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I have to find I have to dedicate time to sit down and send emails and organize things and also maintain my household and make sure I want to set me a little exercise regimen for the morning. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like so short. That's my that's my short term goals right now. What I really want to focus on while I'm working on those bigger things is keeping myself regulated while I do those. Same these. I think um, same. I think I think I. Like I said, more like strategy. I want, I want, mm-hmm. I really want to strategize and, um, like, you know, having those systems in place, having routines and kind of like really approaching my life in terms of like procedure, right? Like what, what are the things that I, that I need to do every day? What kinds of mechanisms do I need to set up in my life to make sure that I hold myself accountable to these to these um, goals and that requires knowing what moves me and what doesn't. So Mm -hmm. I like learning one of the, for example, like, you know, there's some writing goals that I, that I have for the year, you know, I want to at least have, you know, in, in, in the, um, in the scholarly space and in the, you know, mainstream space and even in the fun space as well. Um, Like, you know, I'd like to write for essence again. I'd like to shoot my shot with some other, um, outlets like exo nicole or huff post mm-hmm. um i also want to have like an op-ed out where i can talk about some of the work that i'm doing at work our inclusive excellence work i also have a conference paper that i'd like to turn into an actual publication like a manuscript you know those kinds of things and i'm learning and in talking to people uh, other colleagues that i have and sharing what challenges I've experienced and asking them for help and tips and things that have worked for them like i've learned that 
I'm not as moved. Like what moves me more than, uh, you know, self-accountability is being more accountable to others. So I'm mm-hmm. partnering with people more, like having more collaborators. Like instead of me saying, I want to write this publication by myself, I reach out to two or three colleagues and say, this is an idea. Can you guys, let's, let's split this up. Let's work. Let's see if we can pull this together in a way. Um, um, and I've learned that making, like having that, having that, um, that structure in place, like I, I'll let, I won't, I might let myself down, but if I know I have a deadline to me and you're waiting on me, then I'm not going to mm-hmm. let you down. So just kind of being in that space and thinking, mm-hmm. you know, what are the things like and being honest, like being mm-hmm. being real honest, like, girl, because I mean, am I really going to get up in the morning and work out every day at 5, 5.15 a.m.? Nah, like <laughs> I'm setting myself up. I'm setting myself up. Um, you know, but, and that, that's just doesn't fit into my life right now. So I'd have to, mm-hmm. I have to learn how to move differently. Um, so that means, you know, oh, although I love going to my trainer, shout out to Nick fit LLC. Even Ooh, though I, I see you've been out there working too. right as long as I loved going to her, but you know, her location and the times I was able to meet with her really wasn't, you know, really didn't line up with where I am in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had to kind of readjust and recalibrate, okay, what works better for me now? You know, there's, you know, I'm doing the Orange Theory thing. There's a, a studio around the corner from my house. They have classes in the morning. They have classes at night. They have classes on Saturday. And, you know, it's just a finite time. I could walk there, you know, just making those kinds of decisions around like, mm-hmm. okay, this works better for me. So I'm going to try this. Um, asking people, you know, can you call me and make sure that I'm out the door at this time? Can you mm-hmm. yell at me? Tell me, you know, tell me to get up. Those kinds of things. That's what I need. Um, and just owning it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I got to be at work at nine o'clock, no excuses. So can you help me? Like, like just saying, Ask like, you know, help when you need it. And that's just what it is. That's just what it is. And, um, so I'm looking forward to really refining those systems because once I get that in place, um, I really feel like I'll be able to take off. Like I, I I won't be as stressed out around some mm-hmm. of the details of my life and we'll have all the energy and be able to focus my attention on, um, you know, how do I, you know, just kind of like the sauce, you know, how can I focus on making this sauce the sauciest so that it can yes. keep being yes. sauced out here. The most flavorful. That's it. But well, yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm that's, proud of you. Good. Thank you, sis. Look at us. Aww. We out here work. We out here trying to change mentalities and shit. We growing, growing. That's growth. We growing. I'm <laughs> getting grown. Like Maurice back there, because I'm seeing him flourishing Do in you this see window. My son. I see. I'm so proud. My son is out here. He is almost taller than me. Actually, I, that makes me realize that I need to move my snake plant. I mean. He is thriving in he this life. He is thriving booze. He is thriving in this life. And I'm so proud of him. And, you know, Keisha trying to trying to um, get me to get another a child. I don't really don't, know if I'm ready. Don't let her, don't I feel let her like, convince you to get a piece, Lily. I don't need enough. I, I feel like I just have to give my, I know I have to know what I can handle. We're going to continue. I don't want to compromise the progress that Maurice is making. By, Maurice might want a sibling, though. He might, but I just feel like we got to get him into a space where there'll be more space. No, we can get, let's get you a little rubber plant. Oh my god! You gosh. won't kill those either. 
You won't kill a rubber plant. I promise you, you won't kill a rubber plant. Hopefully. Or a ZZ plant. I won't. And it will give Maurice a sibling and it won't take up too much space. We're going to put him right there next to him. All right, we can work on it together. We're going to work on getting you a rubber plant. Well, that's the kitchen table talk this week. We're excited to get, again, we're excited to um, give you all some fresh content and some things coming in the new quarter. Uh, thank you again for giving us grace during this break. We didn't have hardly anybody give us any any bullshit about taking a break. Hardly anybody. Hardly. Hardly. So yeah, that was we nice. Love y'all. <laughs> we do. I would actually love to hear what you guys are thinking around um, the end of the year and in the final quarter and, um, you know, lessons that you've learned so far and what changes you're trying to make going forward. I would absolutely love that. Y'all know how we do. um, Feel free to send us a a tweet or a a comment on Instagram or however y'all like to email us, you know, whatever. Just let's just get the conversation going. I think that, you know, you know, this is it's useful for us to talk about what's working for us, the lessons that we're learning in community so that we can kind of share this information and get it out there. I think it would be fun, actually. Um, I just thought about it as you said that to have an episode. So similar to our graduation shout outs, if you all send your emails with your goals and some of the things you've been working on and some of the things that are helping you out, um, I think it would be nice to have an episode where we read those. So that we can share that community. So send those to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Quick, fast, and in a hurry so that we can do that soon. And we can hold each other accountable. Absolutely. Um, Check in with each other that way. I think that'll be dope. Good idea, sis. I'm excited. You blossomed it. (laughs) Now we have an honesty box to move on to. So let's get to it. All right, Dan. Are you trying to do it all flawlessly and you just end up tired or beating yourself up over little things? Do you fear that you might fail? Break away from the cult of perfection with Reshma Sajani by subscribing and listening to the Brave Not Perfect podcast. Reshma is the founder and CEO of Girls Who Code, author of the international bestseller Brave Not Perfect, and the first Indian American woman to run for Congress. Her TED talk about teaching girls bravery has resonated with people across the globe and has 5 million views. This season of Brave Not Perfect is all about everyday bravery the small but meaningful ways women can be brave in our daily lives. Because bravery isn't about slaying dragons and it's not something you're born with, as Shreshima explains, bravery is a habit you form. She wants to help you build that muscle so when it really matters, you're ready to take on life's challenges. To fear less, fail more, and live more with joy, tune in to Brave Not Perfect with Reshma Shajani. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening right now. Honestly? Truly. So this honesty box is extremely different from any honesty box we've ever had. Oh, boy. Key and I got a very interesting email over the break. A really nice email, honestly, but very interesting. And I thought it would be great to read on the show and makes for, for good conversation. So he's, we're going to call him Kevin Bacon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Jade and Kia, I've thought about sending you an email for months now. I was initially resistant because the space on your podcast isn't for me. As a white gay man with more privilege than most, I'm so grateful for your podcast. I'm not seeking for any response or acknowledgement by writing this email. 
Your podcast makes me feel like I can better serve the people that I hope to serve through my example, company, and friendship. Hmm. I don't have enough or the right words to express the impact that you two have had on me. I believe that much of your material would have been hard for me to swallow two years ago. I feel like you teach me to be a better ally and know that there are those of us out here doing our best to help promote equality. It's no one's responsibility but mine to educate myself. But thank you for being that voice. God bless you both. And thank you so much. Sincerely, Kevin Bacon. Well. Yeah. I don't feel like I know what to say. I I saw that email come through and I read it. And I know he wasn't looking for it to be an honesty box. And I know it's not a traditional honesty box where, you know, there are, there's anything being asked. But I thought it was a really nice email. Um, and I'm grateful that we are, a, we are, we have this, this space in this platform and we're privileged to have this space in this platform. Um, and even when we're sitting up here cackling and talking shit about Kia's plants, <laughs> it's nice to know that, um, that, that the things that we're saying are having an impact on somebody to the point where it allows them to have a realization like this. This is the kind of stuff that we need. <laughs> we need this from like a whole bunch more people. Um, and I appreciate the fact that you can acknowledge that it's not, it wouldn't have been the easiest content for you to take in a while ago. Um, and I appreciate the fact that you know that we are very firm in where we stand on how we think about things. But I hope that that sparks something in some other people who call themselves allies as well. Um, I hope it sparks something in you to just take a look in the mirror uh, and see what you can do to help to not perpetuate certain things and to help make some changes within society. And I know that's not in everybody's control. Like everything is not in everybody's control. But um, I th yeah, I thought that was really nice. Yes, Kevin. Uh, I echo all that Jada has said. I think um, it's affirming uh, mm, to, the word. to me to, um, to know that we are... Um, having some kind of influence or impact on anybody really, but especially people who are actually positioned um, and who have, you know, power or influence in ways that we don't and are willing to, you know, be better allies. Mm -hmm. um, it really is, uh, you know, something that I don't take for granted. Um, so I want to thank Kevin for reaching out to share that. Um, so, you know, it is easy to feel like we just over here clanging these pots together and, and ain't nobody listening. <laughs> um, I ain't get no sleep because of y'all. Right. Y'all not, not going to get, get no sleep because of me. Of me. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's good to know that, you know, this platform is one that has the capacity to affect uh, change. Yeah. Absolutely. On any scale, individual, absolutely. institutional, otherwise. Mm -hmm. I think that that's dope, dope. And um, absolutely. 
I'm I'm grateful for you to take the time to I mean even acknowledge that you that you didn't need us to to read it um but just for you to say like you know I just want to let you know that what you're doing um has helped has helped you help me rather and I I I don't take that for granted so thank you for sharing and it helps us it gives us a extra push to keep going mm-hmm. um which is always needed so thank you yes very much so Continue to send your honesty box questions um, and emails to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com and we can move on along to our petty peeves. All right. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey, honey. So my petty peeve this week is a bit of a twofold one. The first part is for myself. And then the second part is for y'all. So, again, the dopest dinner party been turning out wonderful. Um, we try to make it very explicit to people to let them know, please send your email addresses with your payment information so that when the confirmation emails are sent out, you will receive yours. Because what happens is in the 11th hour, people forget they don't send their email address, they get hyped, they send payment. And then when we're trying to make sure that we have an organized list and we're trying to get things done for the actual event, it becomes, it slows us down. Cause then we got to stop and continue to send emails with the, you know, confirmation emails and let people know what's what, and we could be focusing on the party. So the first part I said is for ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Because Santana and I realized we were like in Chicago for the happy hour specifically. We were like, yo, this is kind of out of control. How many messages we're getting from people. And this is full transparency and also holding oneself accountable. How many messages we're getting from people like who don't know what to do after we told you send an email. Now, a couple of people, I guess, because they've seen other posts, they sent the email automatically. But there was a great amount of people who didn't. Well, we then realized we did not put for people to send their email addresses, particularly in the happy hour post. So that is our bad. We did that. But for the rest of y'all, I looked on every single thing and it always says to send your email address. Please, if you're going to purchase tickets to any future dopest dinner parties, send the email address with the payment. It makes my life so much easier rather than having to do things at the very last minute and get in touch with people and try to find out, find you, cause you, then you can't send people comments. Well, how do I get your email? I don't know how to get in contact with you at this point. So my petty peeve this week, A is for me, you fucked up girl. And then <laughs> B also going forward, the rest of y'all, please send your email addresses with the payment. It just, please. That's my petty peeve. That's it. What's your petty peeve, sis? My petty peeve is a bit more uh, general. I think um, it's just like a frustration that I feel like I've been having mm-hmm. um, recently. I am. I'm growing really tired, very weary of um, assumptions made about like that are based in like generational differences. Mm-hmm. Um, working with um people of other generations you hear a lot of of um mm, stereotypes 
um, and kind of preconceived notions and ideas that people have around, you know, younger generations, millennials and Generation Z, people kind of, you know, kind of lump millennials always into one particular category. But my Mm -hmm. frustration is, um, you know, I just feel like the complaints sometimes, even though they, they, they may be valid, um, and it may be, you know, I don't necessarily, I don't think it's always fair to attribute, you know, a flaw or a issue to, to somebody being born in a particular year mm-hmm. or born in, during a particular time. Um, and even, even if we were to allow you, or if, if let's say it was okay for you to kind of lump all young people that y'all hire into this whole, you know, millennials and young people today, if y'all want to do that. I do feel like it is fair for us to consider that in that conversation, if we're going to get that conversation anywhere, you know, whose fault is it? Like, at what point At what point are we going to own that, that you know, y'all created these monsters that you complain about mm-hmm. so much? And it's like... What is the point of just complaining? You know what I'm saying? Versus, and, and complaining, uh, like complaining. So what, what I have experienced is like, y'all, y'all don't say anything to the young person, but you mm-hmm. just come in here and talk about them. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help. It doesn't serve anybody. Um, oh, you're also not offering any solutions. To yeah. Them. And it's just like, how often are we we just going to continue to talk about the problem? We're not ever going to we're not ever going to say, OK, it is what it is. This person continues to do that, whether it's by virtue of the year that she was born or just it's just what she does, whatever. But like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just I just I get real tired that that joint makes me sleepy, like real, real sleepy. Like, OK, we get it. Especially totally. when you're not going to address the problem, you're just going to talk about it. And at what point do you? What what point is it okay for me to say, "I right, since I don't want hit"? <laughs> oh no, that's disrespectful. You know? Yeah, like you just get to come in here and gripe, and I just got to like, not you. You not listen. like them, not you. But the rest, but the of rest them, of it. Like, girl, <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have time for that. I don't got time for that. I don't. That is a very fair petty peeve. And that, and that is our first episode bike of sure Getting is. Grown. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you again for giving us grace. We love you all. We're excited about, um, you know, what's coming. Mm-hmm. And we are uh, looking forward to continuing to have conversations um, around the kitchen table. And on a stage near you very soon. Very soon. So look out for that. That's Listen it. out for that. And in the meantime, in between time, sis, tell them what they can do. Continue to uh, moisturize your skin. Um, mind your business and drink your water. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it's dry. Every single time. Bye. Bye. Bye.